Hey everybody, welcome to another Friday here in Burbank at the United Broadcasting Network. Welcome to Between the Sheets. We're on the first and third Friday of every month at 7 p.m. Pacific, and we have extended time. We go till 8.30. You get to spend time with all of us. Well, never mind what I was going to say. Anyway, <laughs> um, we have um, Kurt in the house tonight. He's running the board. And you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram at QTE Brat, Between the Sheets Podcast.com. So um, let's, we have lovely women here today, and we have a very special guest. And I'm going to yes. fuck up her last name because obviously I have a problem with people's names. <laughs> um, so, you know, Delicia, when I finally, she's not here, <laughs> I actually said it correctly. No, so um, to did. the right of me, I have Kim Sanchez. Hello. Hello, hello. Amazing crumb cakes. Thank she you. is a fucking amazing baker. <laughs> ah. um, cheeky. Cheeky is right. <laughs> cheeky is right. Um, then we have Cheryl Murphy, who is back. Uh, good to be back. She, she was doing her psychic thingies. Yeah, we've been doing my psychic live demonstration thingies out and around. But out, where, you've out been far about. away, right? I have been far away. I've been actually out studying in England. and Awesome. Wow. Yes, nice. in London. So it's been lovely. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we've got uh, Roxanne. Hello, everybody. Roxanne Rosen. Who really, I mean, look at her hair. I mean, seriously. She spends a lot of money on product. Um, I do, actually. <laughs> it doesn't move. It doesn't move. And then we have Cara Noble in the house. Yes, good evening. Now, we had a lovely night out last night. I oh went out with gosh. the girls last night, my first time. With the lesbians. You crazy lesbians. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes, 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 they are. Yes, we are. <laughs> yeah, they? They. If, what, what are you, yes, pinch hitting today, are. lady? Um, and then... I'm I'm trying to find our show. Here it is. I'm trying to find our show on the thing. Um, and then we have Mara Shane, <laughs> who, um, who just apparently got some new nail things. Yeah, that's, they stick on or something. Yeah, Those look good. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh my God, we are so AD. What are we? What are we? ADHD. Yeah, way way much tonight. Um, and then um, for the guests in the house, well. First, I'll announce somebody else. We have Renee in the house, which you don't see. And <laughs> <laughs> Renee is the rock behind my guests today. Um, that's true. They are a perfect couple. They are one of the most perfect couples I've ever met. Um, but that's enough about your life, because saying. But um, we have an EP out right here. Yeah. I don't know if you guys can see it. Um, it is called Tidal Wave. And the mm. singer to my left, our guest this evening, Amazing vocalist, performer. She's the hardest working girl in the business. She, she's like this month, 38 shows, people. 38. Oh Unbelievable. Um, That's awesome. Celeste Barbier. Barbier. Got I got it. French. You got it. It is. Celeste Barbier. So um, <clears throat> I, how do we do this? Celeste, well, Celeste and Mara know each other for a while. Mm -hmm. And um, we did a show together. <clears throat> <laughs> and then I met Lovely. Well, I didn't meet her. We started talking on on facebook. Fa facebook and then i'm like you all know how well most of you know i hate writing it's like three seconds into a text three <laughs> seconds into a messenger i'm like what's your phone number yeah. let's just talk and um and i called her and i had a very we had a long lovely conversation um with her and her wife renee getting to know you getting to know you conversation mm -hmm. and um we found out to some degree that we had a friend in common um, Lori Hatfield. Hey, Lori. Um, and so 
we talked about her vocal singing, but it was just really me being interested in it, and I started listening to the videos. And then simultaneously, at the same time, not that long after, she had an audition for The Voice. And we decided to meet up after the audition mm -hmm. in The Voice because she lives far away from here. <laughs> so, um, very far. Oceanside. Not that so, far. <laughs> no, no, it's not. But it's like they were, I mean, I didn't want to drive down there, to be honest. Mm -hmm. The princess didn't want to drive down. So they were going to be downtown, right? Or in Hollywood. Well, I was going to be up there for the voice audition. Right, but in Hollywood or downtown, I forgot. That was in, yeah, it was at the, it was at the Staples Center. The Staples so, Center, yeah. so downtown. Conven or the convention center, that's right. So as she was driving back, she has to pass Burbank. <sighs> so we decided to meet, and we talked, and talked, and talked, and talked. Till Starbucks <laughs> kicked us out. Till Starbucks <laughs> kicked us out. And then what ended up happening is, a week before, a week and a half before, I was invited to, as a recording session, to another friend of mine, Susan. Um, and in there, I met... Bob and Jane, um, Emmy Award, Emmy Award, that's wrong, wrong genre, Grammy Award winning, um, producers, sound engineers, songwriters, uh, just uh, fascinating. But there's something about their vibe that I got, and I thought it would mesh with Celeste. And it did. It really did. Called her. So cool. Yeah. Called her, said, um, you want to do this meeting? Three days later, they drove up to Hollywood, mm -hmm. and we sat in the studio and hashed things out. And then I'm like, okay, see ya. You know, she checked out. <laughs> I checked out. Leave like, you with them. <laughs> yep, which is what, you know, matchmaker, matchmaker. Matchmaker. That's what I do. Matchmaking. <laughs> and um, I'm like, OK, you guys work shit out. Awesome. And they did. Yeah. And um, and this is kismet. the final product. Yeah. And I want to pass. Um, and I brought one for everyone you? at the table. So you I wanted to pass them out that so, so you guys can see. And I, want, I brought one for Kurt, too. I just love and, this um, cover. It's so gorgeous. Pass those over there, too. Wow. So I wanted to get your reactions while we were on air. Thank you. Hey, everybody, don't forget, you can call in and talk to Celeste and any one of us. It's 323-524-2599. 323-524-2599. We already have two callers. All right. Enough. No one wants to give a shit about why I met you. Let's take <laughs> caller number one. Hello, caller? Hello? Welcome to Between the Sheets. Hello, hello? Earth? Earth to caller? Nothing? Nothing? Anybody there? Do we have another one? Yeah, or they just, like, disappeared on us? They're still on. Um, they're just not there. Okay. Well, we'll continue until you figure out how to get these people on the line. <clears throat> hey, Kirk, can you keep the monitor on? Because I like to see what's going on. Yeah, of course. Call back. Give us a call. Yeah, back. please call back. So, um, so anyway, so this is the this is the product, and it's amazing, and <laughs> yeah. it looks so professional, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and it is. So it is. Thank and you. you um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are? Okay. Sure. So my name is Celeste Barbier. You guys got that. But um, I've been performing for a number of years down in Southern California. I went to Chapman University. I was an, I studied classical voice, opera singer. I sang for Pope John Paul II in the Sistine Chapel as part Whoa. of my education. I uh, got to tour. <laughs> That's a name drop. Yeah. 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 It, was a, it was a pretty amazing thing in 2000. Uh, that was through the university. And then I kind of shelved my music career for a while because you know you need to pay the bills in California. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then... Eventually, and I also had other um, issues with uh, around body issues about wanting being afraid to get out in public, um, being an oversized plus size kind of girl. And um, a lot of those were kind of in, indoctrinated into me in my younger years. But finally, when I turned 30, I decided 
can I say fuck it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I know that you don't have a swear jar anymore, right? Got well, I, you know what? I have to give it up. Wait, wait, wait. I left it in the car. It's oh, like, it doesn't uh-huh. exist. Thank uh-huh. fucking God. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, it was fucking pointless. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But I'm sure you're racking up, racking up quite a fund. But yeah. um, <laughs> so a- a- anyway, so I, I had a huge uh, 30th birthday concert because I had performed with this surf rock band over at Don the Beachcombers, which is no longer there. Mm. But the owner took me aside in front of the band and was like, I want you to play here every single week, but I want you doing jazz. And mm. so in the, very, very quickly, I threw together a jazz trio of women um, that I found on Craigslist. <laughs> and, uh, awesome. Oh my God, that, hold on one right. second. Yeah. second. We time. just yes. went to our friend Janet. String Revolution. To String Revolution. And she said she found her Yes, people. on Craigslist. On Craigslist, too. And we thought she was joking. Yeah. I'm like, oh, and, but yeah. she wasn't. She no. was serious. So serious. And they're amazing. Oh, that's um, yeah. that's awesome. Well, it, we didn't end up having the longevity, but we ended up doing this all the time. And I told my wife, I said, please, never let me get off the stage again. Because mm-hmm. now that I've proven that um, people are not going to heckle me and harass me for my mm-hmm. size, I need to keep doing this. Mm-hmm. And since then, ever since then, it's been about career building. And now I have a huge reputation in San Diego. I'm constantly booked. I have 38 gigs this month. Amazing. I generally Jeez. average about 30 gigs a month. But it's not just singing for uh, wineries and upscale restaurants and brunch cruises and but I also sing for galas uh, non nonprofit you events, mm-hmm. all kinds of private events. I'm a wedding singer and a wedding minister, so I do mm-hmm. weddings oh a lot. And um, I just got best of the knot for 2020, so I'm excited about that. And um, I also do sing for seniors with dementia and Alzheimer's disease. Mm-hmm. I do about 10 to 15 of those a month as well, where I go in and help uh, give their little memory a kickstart with some sentimental journey, and it had to be you and all the oh, old classics. So what I'm known nice. for in San Diego is singing old music, 1920s uh. through 1970s. So this record, I kept a complete secret from all my fans. Nobody mm-hmm. knew. I, I blabbed it to a couple of my close, intimate friends, but it was totally on the down low. So when I finally came out of the, the recording closet, everyone was so surprised. And I've sold 100 of these so far. And, I'm, and, and I, it's on iTunes, Amazon Music, and I have no idea how many are selling. But I'm getting left and right. People saying, I love your new, love your new music. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting a lot of great new feedback. But how did you go from the... Craigslist band to really deciding what your full potential was, what your vocal styling was, where your comfort zone was. When did that make the switch? You know, I I kept trying to put bands together. I kept trying and failing. It was like dating. It was like I was dating like four or five people at a time and trying to make it work and it just wasn't working. Um, it would always be always be one person or somebody's feelings would get hurt or somebody would feel like it, they weren't bringing it to the table and I could tell we were at different levels. People had day jobs. I didn't have a day job. This was my only job. And so my, my, uh, my dedication to this was 100%, and it was hard to find people that were completely dedicated the way that I was. Plus, I wanted to sing a range of styles, jazz, blues, mm. uh, folk. I'm classically trained, but I do a lot of classical at shows. Sometimes I do show tunes, but I wanted to do all these different genres, and it was really difficult finding the right mesh of people. So when I found out that technology would allow me to stream tracks behind me, I figured all that out. And also it ended up being more viable for me as a performer to be able to support myself. Because as with a band, Mm -hmm. a lot of musicians know you come home with like 30, 50, maybe 100 bucks if you're lucky at night. Mm -hmm. But now I get to bring home the whole pot and I get to be able to support myself and do this all the time. Oh my goodness. I want to play one song. This is... um, because I was part of the process when she was deciding mm-hmm. what songs in the beginning. 
And we were, and she sang when we came. They had to hear her voice, so she she didn't. The tracks didn't work, and she sang. You sang a cappella. We didn't. Yeah, they didn't even want the tracks. <clears throat> no. We were like, yeah, let's just. Hear she you. sang a cappella, and it was like jaw dropping, <laughs> because I had only seen videos on Facebook that Thank Renee, you, Renee does, <laughs> and I've never yeah. seen her. But it was a feeling I got, and I, I realized. I mean, dance. I mean, I, I, it's like I love music, so I feel it, and it's like this girl's got something, mm -hmm. and so. When they were talking, I said to her, we talked about it, I said, I hope you're going to sing Feeling Good, the Nina Simone song. It's one of my favorite it's songs. one of my favorite songs. And I thought, okay, well, now this is great. So I'd like to, Kurt, cue up Feeling Good. Great song. Um, I just want to say it's produced by Jane Getz and Bob Tucker, mixed by Bob and um, a lot of other people. But it's Jane and Bob. Hi, Jane. Hi, Bob. Thank yeah, Jane you. and Bob. They, I mean, it's like an all, all in one. When you connected me to what I exactly what I needed because Jane plays piano, Bob does guitar and 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 bass. They're excellent. The only mm -hmm. people we had to bring in outside were the drummers. Drums. Yeah. yeah. So let's start nice. off with hearing um the first. And that, by the way, one of the deal one deal I said with Celeste was, I'll hook you up, but. Before it goes, you go on air with anything, with any other interviews, you have to premiere it on our show. And she, she did. She first dips. So we have first mm -hmm. dips. So let's play oh, Feeling Thank Good. It's flying high, you know how I feel. Sun in the sky, you know. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me. in the sea you know how I feel river running free you know how I feel one blossom on the tree yeah you know how I feel it's a new dawn it's a new day it's a new
It's a new dawn, it's a new day Amazing. That was great. Thank you. And that's so the first time lovely. most of you guys have this table have ever heard oh, me yeah. perform. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So there we go. Yes. Well, so the thing is, you. you know, it's hard to do as we as we were discussing in just the initial process in singing a cover. Anybody can sing mm -hmm. a cover. Yeah. Um, but it's making the cover yours. And mm -hmm. I think you did you, Jane, Bob, did a fantastic job mm -hmm. in keeping the integrity of the song. Mm -hmm. yeah. But you had your own twists. So how did you, you know, the other songs are Tidal Wave, which we'll get to later. That's an original. Um, it's written by Jane and Celeste, but it was based off of a poem. A love poem a to love my poem wife. A love poem to her wife. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> she also has done um, All of Me, which is another classic. The John Legend yeah, <clears throat> classic. And then um, Envy, which is written by Jane. And Kama Ruby. And Kama yeah. Ruby. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we'll hear them throughout the evening. But how um, did you pick? Oh, oh sorry. Guys, Cara. Go I was just going to say, um, it's written by... Leslie Brookes and Tony Newley, right. they were friends of my parents. Oh I grew up with goodness. I grew up with them. Wow. Both. And Tony's dead, I'm afraid, but oh, Leslie yeah. Brookes is still alive. Wow. He lives in Hollywood. I know his son and I'm gonna pass it on. Well then oh. I would love that. I am. And Thank do you, you so know much. that I am friends with Tony Newley's daughter Tara, Tara and the son, Sasha. Wow. wow. Now, yeah. I don't know them Small at all, world. but how about that? Because they, him and John Collins, you know, they did the right. nasty. Yeah. He was with Yvonne Romain. <laughs> Correct. <Yeah. laughs> yes, they all, did. They're all the, gla the glamorous B-list stars of the 60s. <laughs> oh. So how do, like, you know, when you were coming together, I yeah. mean, I know you said it was really important that you wanted to do Tidal Wave because it was something that meant to you. But, like... Choosing the other songs. Choosing the other. How did you get to choosing the other songs? How did the process work with Jane? Why don't you take us through briefly sort of how well, that process worked? Like you kind of said, with Feeling Good, I, it's already a song I perform all the time at my shows. And every time I was singing the song, as I was trying to envision my future, I kept really embracing. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. Mm -hmm. It's a new life. Mm -hmm. And those words just really were hitting me in the heart center. You know, they were just really taking over. And so I knew I had to sing that song. Plus, that's the song I auditioned with the voice for. But it didn't go anywhere. But I wanted to do, I really wanted to uh, do this song. It meant a lot to me. The, the lyrics in the song and just, uh, just... I just love that song. So that was the feeling good was automatically. I was going to do that song, even though I know there's amazing versions out of the out there. When we did an R&B version, which was Jane's concept, it, I just felt it. I'm like, this is perfect. This mm -hmm. is exactly I don't think I've ever heard a version anything like this. Um, with all of me, I wanted to pick. So I'm like I said, I'm kind of associated with doing old timey music. I'm old, you know, 20th century, uh, 30s through 60s, and so I wanted to make sure there was something that represented kind of my reputation. So I have that old songs, so I have that feeling good in there. But I also wanted to surprise my listeners with some modern and contemporary stuff. Now, because I'm a wedding singer, all of me has been on my list for weddings and for love songs for a while. But I really love that song. But it is so simple the way that John Legend does it, which is perfect because he doesn't need to do anything else to it. But it's his 
voice and piano. Mm -hmm. So that left a lot of room for how we could change it and and modify it to to do a different version with a female voice, change the key, change the the feel of the song. So that's why All of Me was chosen. And then I really wanted to do kind of an homage or justice to Jane for working with me and let and let her pick a song that she thought that I should do. So she sent me four or five suggested songs that she had written and Envy stood out to me because it has a really catchy tune. It's got a I was singing it after I was done and I was like, "Okay, this has got a nice catchy groove." So I thought we could do something and I felt like I could maybe update the song a little bit more and just change it up just a, just little tweaks and and make it my own song. So mm-hmm. we did that and it was just kismet. It was amazing. I'm glad you, I'm so happy for yeah, you. I'm I really so am. Um, everyone, again, try. I think we have the phone situation set up. 323-524-2599. That is 323-524-2599. My voice sucks tonight because yesterday we went to a concert. Uh-huh. We went to the Whiskey A-Go-Go. We went to the Whiskey A-Go-Go. Oh, right. And I'm sorry to deter for a minute. That's okay. But um, Cherie Curry and Brie Darling performed, and, and as promised, we went. And... Um, they didn't go on till eleven fifteen. Oh, they didn't get off till twelve fifteen. Um, and um, I was screaming very loudly, oh as if I was twelve. So <laughs> my voice is kind of like you know. I guess it's kind of sultry tonight. I think they were so fabulous. They were yes. amazing. Oh my gosh. Oh my they God. tore down the house. Yeah, last and night. I met them and knew about them here, right here. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yes. Um, if they are touring again, um, wherever they go. Go see them. So, first of all, support women. Um, they have done tons of stuff from Fanny and the Runaways and solo careers. But together, it really is lightning. Like, what, what is it called when lightning strikes? Like, I don't know. What's that thing? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know that shit. <laughs> but it's like it's like it's it's like meant to be. So, uh-huh. if you do see that, if you see them performing, go out and support them and support all women. Um, support all women groups. It's really important that we are unified. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we get enough shit from people. Mm-hmm. You know, women backbiting, gossiping, and all yeah, that crap. Stand for um, you know what? We have to empower each other, not tear each other down. Exactly. And um, that's my message and my soapbox for tonight. But we do have a caller. Caller, mm-hmm. caller, caller. Hi. Welcome to Between Hello. the Sheets. How are you? What's your name? Uh, Shannon. Hi, Shannon. Do you have a question? Oh, Shannon Murphy. It is Shannon Murphy. I'm going to bet it's yeah. Shannon Murphy. She's coming from Nebraska. Are you a little chilly out there? <laughs> Shannon? It's nice and cold here. Yeah, we're, 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 it's freezing here. It's about 50 degrees. You sound like you're, you sound like you're speaking through your sweater. Yeah. <laughs> so, Shannon, do you have anything to, any questions to ask Celeste? Or do you know her enough? Or do you want to comment on the song? I mean, just let us know. Well, um, anybody that knows me knows that I love Celeste. Um, I'm one of her hugest fans, even though I'm so far away. Um, As far as the song goes, I love all of her music. (laughs) Everything's great. Don't commit to anything. Um, Right. (laughs) Yeah, super excited about the new CD. Um, Just really sorry that I missed her... uh, it's okay. Her debut of it, and I wasn't there for it, but um, I'm always with her in heart. Well, I love you, Shannon. Well, thank you, Shannon, for calling, and love thank you. you for supporting this amazing talent probably for a long time. So you found her before I did, so there you go. Years. Well, thank you, Shannon. Yes, I was lucky. Stay warm in Nebraska. Bye, oh, Shannon. Okay, thank you. Bye. Um, I okay, want to play another bye. song. I really, I want to play another song. Go right into another one. Okay. I want to play the John Legend, mm-hmm. All of Me. 
Do you have that oh, queued up, sweetheart? Be. Yep. Thanks, Kurt. I love that one. What would I do without your smart mouth Drawing me in and you kicking me out You got my head spinning No kidding, I can't pin you down What's going on in that beautiful mind I'm on your magical mystery ride And I'm so busy, don't know what hit me But I'll be alright And when 
Okay, you know I come from television because Cara is balling her head off. Yeah. Sanchez is balling her head off. And all I keep, all I, I literally said to them, keep crying. It makes for good television. Please keep crying. This is amazing. And it's an, a testament to you. This song is it's a beautiful song to start with and your arrangement. And I love that it's from... It has a woman's voice. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. And then, mm -hmm. of course, let me thank Tristan, who had one snot rag in her bag, and yes. she split it between the both of us. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> A snot rag in her person. Honey. You know, that's how we are in between sheets. We share everything. Um, it's <laughs> not like that. <laughs> not like that. It is so much more beautiful with the female voice. It, yeah, is, it is just haunting. Yeah. You. You Very know? angelic. I mean, I'm headed Lovely. into my, I just have to say, I'm headed into my first holiday season without my ex. Oh. And it's tragically difficult mm. and that's oh, like literally mm. right now I could just go out and just cry well by the way but, but see we, we know Aww. that Cam see we know that Cam which is why we as a group are booked all the way through yeah. <laughs> December 22nd um, <laughs> every fucking day we're doing something yeah. um, because True. that's kind of the way it is because mm. you know again we had a show last time on grief and mm -hmm. loss and um, you know I was feeling mm -hmm. and I'll be very brief on, on Thanksgiving I wasn't have a good day and um, it was really weird. It was weird. Um, and I have to say, and it has nothing to do because it's the show or my show, but I normally, when I'm in that space, mm -hmm. I go to music that mm -hmm. makes me want to slip my wrists to feel <laughs> sorry for myself. Yeah. That's even a water sign thing, you know, to even by the more. way. What? Yeah. That's a water sign thing to do, by the way. Well, you're not. I'm yeah. not, but I, mm -hmm. I am. It so doesn't do. matter. I am an emotion. I am, I am an oxymoron. Or an anomaly, or some shit. But I'm not normal, <laughs> okay? So I, I know that. So um, I usually oh, go to music that will slip. And I said, you know what? No, no. And I didn't call any of you because everybody you had their. Me. Well, I did. We eventually. were on the phone all night. <laughs> that was. I know she always forgets about me. I get no, no credit for no, anything. No, 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 wait. But that was after. I after because I'm thinking, after she worked through. I'm it. like, who's yeah. as who's as pathetic as I am that we weren't invited anywhere for Thanksgiving? Oh, oh Tristan. Um, <laughs> Roxanne. Roxanne. I was invited. I was, but I wanted to stay home with my dogs. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but and I was invited. Diane. Hi, Diane. Thank you very much. I'm not trying to. Uh, but I just. But um. But you know, after I didn't decide to do that, you know what I actually did? I actually pulled up on my TV because we have YouTube on Roku, mm -hmm. and watched our show. Oh, oh how cute! On, the one on grief. And the one on grief. Oh. And that kind of like, I have to say, fuck it. We have a really fucking good show. Yeah. And um, and thank you guys for making yes. it what it is. I really do appreciate it. It's a real grassroots, word of mouth stuff, because that's because. Thank you. Um, we have callers. But I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. But <laughs> Thanksgiving. Uh, callers. Thanksgiving. Callers, who gives a shit? But the grief show was awesome. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but this would be, this is going to be on my playlist now <laughs> for these slit, wrist no, 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 no. song. Um, we have two callers. Are we ready with one? Hi, caller. How are you? Welcome to Between the Sheets. Please, what's your name? 
ET, phone home. Sorry. You're breaking up. Oh, Oh, you're breaking up. You may have to call in again. If you could hang up and call in again, please, I'd appreciate that. It's a really shitty reception. Thank you. Next caller. Do we have another one? Hello. Welcome to Between the Sheets. Who's calling, please? Hello. Earth. We have phone issues. We have phone issues tonight. All right, well, we'll just keep talking. We okay, just, we, we could just talk. list our favorite weepy songs. Mine is Michael McDonald. I can let go now. Oh, oh wait, call her, call her, call her. Hi, how are you? What's your name? She hung up. Oh, she hung up. Um, <gasps> Don't hang okay, up. Okay, yours is Michael <laughs> McDonald. What? I can let go now. Oh. Do you know that song? Yeah, I do. Oh, my God, it's gorgeous. Okay, what's yours? Well, I love this song more than anything, but I can't listen to it without crying, and that's Stardust by Nat King Cole. Oh, oh. okay. What's yours? I like Judy Collins' In My Life. Nice. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good, very... There's so many different ones. So many different ones. Mm-hmm. Smile by Roxanne? Nat King Cole. Are we doing sad songs? Sad yeah. Songs. What's your favorite the, sad the, song? The Oh, that's going to be a, a, It Won't Rain All the Time by Jane Sybury. Very oh. interesting. Mm-hmm. That's, that's Cheryl? Obscure. I have a new but, song. I have a new thing. Uh, <laughs> of me. This hey, you, you did not cry right now. You didn't I'm get a tissue. She was crying on the inside. I didn't see this eye. I was tearing on this <laughs> and, and Kim? Pretty much any country, country song ever written. <laughs> really? Yeah. Do you like Patsy Cline? Um, I do. Oh, yeah. I, I do her entire songbook. I do oh, a whole yeah. tribute show. And you're great yeah. at editing James songs. I love Patsy. I love I'm going to do something in a minute. My favorite song that always makes me cry Mm-hmm. Is Bonnie Raitt? Mm. I can't make you. Oh, love that's me. such a oh sad song. Oh my god! Gorgeous. And it's yes. probably the story of my life. Um, but yes. um, which is why it hits. We've home. all been there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I could play that song in a second, mm-hmm. and I'll be crying. Oh, mm-hmm. I also, I also. Um, oh, we cry. can go on forever. But, but I just, so I have to songs. say, go ahead, Mara. Gwen Stefani's song "Run Running." Yeah. Oh my God, oh. it's kind of got that music box little. But there's their empowering songs. Like mm-hmm. I'm an '80s freak. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. so my one of my big empowering songs is "It's My Life" by Talk Talk. Yes. Mm. Oh yeah, she does that too. Over. I know. <laughs> I know she does. Yeah. But I mean, um, but music. Let's talk about music. Yeah. Yes. My, I, I, you know, every. I mean, I started in the music business. I've been involved in the music business for a long time. You know, it sounds like I, I talk, and I talk, and I talk well. To write, I can't. Mm-hmm. So to write someone something of feelings, mm-hmm. I can't do it. I stumble. If they don't want to talk to me, um, what I'll do is I'll send them a song. Because mm-hmm. other people say and capture the emotions and stuff that I can't. That's how I communicate, whether it's sadness. If I can't come up with the words, mm-hmm. and sometimes I can't, it's always a song. Yes, Mar. Mm-hmm. Elton John, he mm. says it right there, you know, um, if you're hurting, if someone's, what if somebody's hurting enough to write it down. <laughs> We've got Mara Shane singing here. Yeah. And every single word makes sense. Yes, that's yes. one of my yes. favorite songs. Yeah. Yes. songs. Right? Well, right. and music, I mean, it, it uplifts you. You can, I mean, I it don't does. know, like anytime I'm super sad and, and I don't have to cry, but like just to get myself back up again. Music does that. Yeah. And I, I happen to be a huge country music fan, and I have to tell you oh. that, that quite ha- it was sudden and it was shocking even to me. But I did live in Atlanta for 10 years, mm-hmm. so that kind of spurred it along. But um, the, this, the songs that tell a story do. are amazing, yeah. Yeah. you know? Well, I work for the Country Music Awards. I mean, I've yeah. always done the Grammys. Yeah. I've always done the Grammys, and that's been sort of my wheelhouse. And then the, the guy who used to do the Grammys, I mean, the CMAs, he I mean, the ACM, sorry, he left... And then I, I became the queen of live events. And they're like, 
you're good. You're going to work on the country awards. I'm like, really? <laughs> Seriously? Really? Okay. And it's in Vegas. Um, and so we went to Vegas the first time. And I have to say, I appreciate, it's been a while now since I've been working on it. I really do appreciate the music. They're wonderful storytellers. Yeah. And they're the nicest, mm -hmm. nicest people mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. Nashville is such an amazing mm -hmm. town. It's an amazing town. Exactly. So I have a question for Celeste. Please. If I may. Yeah. Um, if you may. I, <laughs> I, I figure you just came out of the womb singing. Is, is that just like pretty much like, I'm here? Pretty much. I was raised Catholic, so I remember I'm sorry. sitting in those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so sorry for that. And, my, and, my, and I was adopted. And my, my, oh, I remember really? that my adopted, I was adopted at age five. Oh. And I remember my parents were both in the music, the choir. Oh. And uh, they both, my, my mom was actually the music director, even though she didn't know how to read music or anything and then but we're in this is our lady of the pines in a town called conifer at ten thousand feet in colorado okay, okay that's oh, so wow. weird our lady of the pines in yes. a town called conifer <laughs> yeah i know it's yeah exactly and it was a really small town and they just did the whole and they in their little music group at the church was called the pine beetles Oh my God! Mm. So they and they handed my dad a it's guitar. It's like she grew up in Twin Peaks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> and um, so my and they and they didn't like my dad's singing voice, so they just stuffed a guitar in his in his hands and said, "Just play the guitar and don't sing." And my mom, she sang like Tom Waits because she sang three, she smoked three packs of cigarettes a day. And so she uh, sounds like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She sang a whole octave lower than me. <laughs> and um and so but I grew up and I would sing I would open up the hymnals and pretend like I knew how to sing like the, the read the notes and I would just start making up melodies with the words. Oh and um so I started singing really young and then it became like I would be at church and I'd be singing you know how people singing I don't know if you've been to Catholic church but people are like hallelujah and there's no like yeah. emphasis when and here's me loud and proud yeah exactly and, really and I'd be like loud and proud and I'd be like so singing I'm gonna sing loud and people would be turning around in the pews <laughs> like I'm like five six years old and they'd be turning around like you have a very nice singing voice little girl <laughs> and so and as I kept getting older I just kept getting more of these comments I decided maybe I should sing and so I became like the soloist in the church when I was oh, young oh my and then it was um and then I played clarinet in the band, but they didn't have choir in elementary school. And then um, I was getting all these compliments in, 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 in choir. And then suddenly my sixth grade teacher, she said, what was that? That's my phone. Oh. 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 I'm so sorry about that. It's okay. So my sixth grade teacher, she said, hey, why don't you audition for the talent show? And at the time, I was a fat, I was a fat kid. I'm still a fat adult. I've been, and I was teased. You're and I was not bullied. You know what? We Let, don't we don't use the word fat. No one is fat. There is no labeling. You're beautiful. Well, thank of you. Of how you are, you're beautiful. We're all beautiful. Well, I was bullied though. I was I was relentlessly well, we bullied. All were bullied. We were all bullied. We were all bullied. Yeah, we were all bullied. Everybody around this overweight. table, except maybe for Cheryl, because she's got a higher. On. You were. Yeah. I was picked on. In I high wasn't. Yeah. You no, because no. you were fucking everybody. <laughs> oh. Goodness. Wow. In sixth grade. I don't know how she just calls everyone out. <laughs> <laughs> so I was asked to do the talent show and so my teacher my, my music teacher she said I really want you to audition for the talent show I'm like oh no I can't sing in front of all these people they're gonna they're gonna humiliate me they're gonna mock me and she said just go you have the best singing voice in the children's choir just go and sing and so I sang I, I, she asked me what song I wanted to sing I said I want to sing Memory from Cats she said, that's a really hard song. I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to do Memory from Cats. It's on my music box at home. And so, and I loved that song. And I did it. And I got a standing. They made, they said, you did the best audition. We want to make you the the last, um, the last, last performance. Yeah. We want to make you. So my 
peers, sixth grade, okay, so there was a lot of mm-hmm. like, it's not over till the fat lady sings mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was wearing this cute black and white culottes mm-hmm. outfit, you know, it's black on one side with white flowers and white on the other side with black flowers and a big flop hat with a big white flower on it. And I, and um, so some people started mooing as well. Oh, wow. I was, they were, I was, so that was mood, oh. not booed, but mood. Oh. I was mood and I was, um, but all the, all the parents, all the teachers, a lot of the students gave me a standing ovation. That's and, um, cool. And I just had to get the, you know, the hard lesson that there's going to be people that hate you no matter what. And there's going to be people that love you no matter what. And you just have to decide if this is for you. And so from that right. point mm-hmm. forward, I dropped the clarinet. I became a singer. And <laughs> that was the beginning of the rest of my life. But that's a good point about body image, especially in the entertainment business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine, she was the lead singer. She is the lead singer of an 80s group called Romeo Void, Deborah Ayal. And she was also a larger woman. And when she came out with her song in the 80s I might like you better if we slept, we slept together yeah, that's her song, song. Yeah. and um, the record label did not put her on the cover of the album or the CD because they were afraid it wouldn't sell because it was a fat girl and when they did the music video they got some skinny woman to, mm. to do the be her to be her oh, oh, those were different terrible. days yes and then that's, the, but that was the 80s. It was all right. about the image, the that's MTV, that the sort jeans. of, the jeans. Well, the Jane Fonda parading around in her, you yeah. know, the world the workout thing. Yeah. And everybody was so perfect, like their but bodies. But wasn't even, like Adele was pressured to lose weight. But, to, you know. But mm-hmm. yeah, but I mean, Adele, I mean, there's so many. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it, it's just in the white. I, maybe you'll get me wrong. It's oh. just in the white market. Because in the R&B and soul market, um, Fine. They were big. They were yeah. big girls with big voices, and it mm-hmm. was no one said, "Oh, what a fatty." Yeah. Aretha, go lose some weight. Aretha, we're not going to put you. No on one TV. told Aretha <laughs> to go lose some weight. You know, actually, Diana Ross needed to eat more. You know what I mean? But you know, it it just was really very white American because that's what the dollars were. The dollars weren't the the people of color buying because even in Latins, I mean, there was like the icon of the Latin salsa movement was Celia Cruz and she was a larger woman. It was only the white. They wanted to sell white. They wanted to sell a certain thing. And it hasn't really been, I would say, probably in the last, and this is scary to say, but I'm going to say the last 15 years that women white women have been able to sort of go out there and be able to flaunt their beauty mm-hmm. no matter what it was because we're all beautiful is it do you think it's something about tv now that anyone can be on tv it's that but, body but, but, positivity but, but, but you know what but i'll even say even about the the english because i love alison moyer mm-hmm. oh, yeah. alison moyer was she amazing got thin, though. she got thin eventually mm-hmm. but when she was doing it in the 80s amazing amazing voice mm-hmm. and so I it seemed like europe and everybody else was so ahead of our puritanical united states which is usually what happens so but you know adele did break ground yeah, yeah. um she, you know it was mm-hmm. there had been that but she really mm-hmm. broke ground mm-hmm. and i remember seeing her for the grammys for the first time and you know cuz i'm there for rehearsals and i think it was maybe the first time she did her one hit and it was the second time at the grammys they literally had in the middle of the room just a round little stage and it was a solo spotlight oh. on her and she sang i can't remember the song but she sang the song and there was very little musical production to the track that she was singing to or or there was the track literally i'm sitting there and my tears welled up oh. because she's amazing and i yeah. have to say 
she has nothing on you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So, I mean, you are a <laughs> force you. to be had. Yeah. Um, let's play. I want you to explain. I want you to talk about Envy. We're going to play Envy. We're going to keep the best for last. Okay. Because that has a story. Okay. Um, why don't you tell us how, I know you said that Jane had submitted some songs. What made you pick this one, Envy? Well, like I said before, it was mostly because it had that kind of catchy beat. And I have had people that... Um, have expressed so the lyrics on the song are really about how if you're jealous of other people and what they're doing and if you're paying attention if your focus is on what they're doing you're never going to be happy ever Mm -hmm. just stay in your own lane Mm -hmm. celebrate others and i'm all about that i love empowering other women i'm going to be on that women's power tour right i've always supported other women and i celebrate my other women i i sing for burlesque shows and i love that that the burlesque community has really opened up to every size every age we just went to one oh yeah Mm -hmm. probably i probably knew some of the girls that were in it yeah Mm -hmm. we just went to one and i've sung and i've guest performed at several burlesque shows and i love the body positivity movement Mm -hmm. and how that's shifted um, the change and the millennial attitudes are really helping shift older attitudes yes. towards yeah. body image because they're saying, hey, why do you care what I look like? Yeah. Why do you care that I'm overweight? Why does it matter to mm-hmm. you? Why don't you look at the talent and the and the skills that I'm bringing forth and stop, you know, stop judging me by, by my appearance. And Lizzo is doing a fantastic yes. job. She's yes. kind of like a she big... Is. A uh, big middle finger yes. to everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, literally, with her yeah. little um, bag of fucks that she brought. <laughs> yeah. um, and um, Mary Lambert, and, and then another another artist. You guys might remember Candy Kane. Yes. Okay, so Candy oh Kane was a good friend of mine, and I used to guest perform with her as well. And she had a really difficult time with her career too because of her weight and because of some of the things that people were judging her for her past. And so it was. And so a lot of in San Diego, she was really well known. So everywhere I go, people are, like, are you Candy Kane? I'm like, no, but she passed away but she um she was what an amazing influence on me and to see her just own the stage and just be a big woman and own the stage but she got the pancreatic cancer and lost all the weight so nobody recognized her anymore so people were like thinking that i was her but it was interesting to see that nobody cared but i never wanted my my reputation to be wrapped up with whether or not i'm a lesbian whether or not i'm Big or small, oh, it's not about all as we things. all know she yeah. is. By the way, of course she because, is. Because, because, lesbian. because, yes. because her wife, is her wife has one of those names like Pat. It's <laughs> Renee. It could be Renee, girl, Renee, but she's a lesbian um, and one of our kind. So hey, look, we're going to listen. Just say what my friend Patty gave me this wonderful advice. It's not our business what other people think. Yeah, right. it's yeah. not because they Very have, true. The, you know, they have the, the it's usually their religion. It's their bullshit and their right. issues, and it we is. just buy into it because yep. of our. Well, we'll go. We'll get to this after the song. Remember three two three five two four two five nine nine. We're going to listen to Envy, and hopefully, we'll come back with some questions. Three two three five two four two five nine nine. I can feel your envy You force a smile But you're just pretending You try to speak But your words betray you You want to get up and leave But your feet won't obey you They won't take you Envy, envy You've been dancing with the devil and the green-eyed monster Envy, envy You like to play the victim and pretend to suffer Envy, you think 
think if you were me, life would be so easy. But if you got envy, nothing in this whole world would ever make you happy. Envy. Envy. You want to grab the spotlight. Everything and everybody under your control. You wanna walk in my shoes, but are you willing to work like a dog, do some heavy lifting? Who do you think you're kidding? Andy, Andy, you've been dancing with the devil and the green-eyed monster. Andy, Andy. The victim and pretend to suffer. Envy, you think if you and me, that would be so easy. But if you got envy, nothing in this damn world would ever make you happy. Wow, nice again. Thank Bob, you. I Beautiful. love the Thank guitar you. on you this. I liked it song when I heard it. It's got that catchy. I saw you guys all bobbing your head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so um, we have a caller. Sultry. So let's, before we have any more questions, let me, let's, let's, let's see who the caller is. They were very patient. Hello, welcome to Between the Sheets. Who's calling? Hi, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Who? What's your name? Awesome. I can't believe I got through. Uh, my name is DK. Hi, DK. Where are you Hi, calling DK. from? Hey. DK and I have been chatting I'm a lot. From Florida. Oh, oh Florida. hi. Are you enjoying the show? I am absolutely loving it. Gan, you're fabulous. <laughs> Thank I you. I love your podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and you've picked perfect women to sit on the panel. Aww. They're all smart, strong, beautiful women. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. They I were all it. picked by intuition and um, heads or tails. The coin toss. Now, for Celeste, uh, I love your story, and 
the awesome songs tonight. Thank you. I am so glad the show has introduced you to so many of us who will now get to know you I'm so and excited. your music even better. Oh, that means so Thank much to me. So Thank much. you. Thank you so much for calling in, DK. I really appreciate that. I really am glad that my music has touched you from afar. <laughs> hey, DK, what part of Florida Thank are you with? You're from? Uh, I'm in South Florida uh, between Fort Lauderdale and Palm Beach. Mm-hmm. Oh, I used to have a house in Boca nice. Raton for a minute. What? When? Really? <laughs> <laughs> for a minute. I did. I did. Really, I did for a minute. <laughs> okay. Well, then we were probably neighbors for that minute. That could possibly be. I used to go to Winn-Dixie and Publix all the time, so. Well, well, thank you for calling. I'm glad you enjoyed the show. Thank you. Please tell your friends because I'm a publicity whore and I don't have money to, um, you know, get the word out. So please tell your friends and thank you. Thank you for supporting us. Really, it means a lot. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Have a great rest of the show. Talk to you later. Bye. 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 It's late over there. It's eight, eleven o'clock. Yeah. We have another caller. Let's let's keep it rolling. Hi, caller. Welcome to Between the Sheets. What's your name? Hi, I'm Denise. Oh, hey, Denise. Sister. Hold on, Denise, do me a favor. The volume that you're listening to the show, can you please turn it off? Because we're getting like a feedback, please. It's Denise. Denise, sorry. sorry. (laughs) Her sister's name is Denise. Oh, how is everybody doing? Good, how are you? Great. And where were you calling from? (laughs) I'm calling from Carlsbad, San Diego County. Very nice. So I, I can't believe, I can't, is this the first time you're hearing the music? No, she's my wife's sister. No, no. You're supposed. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. My sister. Wait a minute. You have the Facebook page where you are promote where you lo- like you that's eat Denise. a certain way, don't you? No, that's her. That's Denise. That's this Denise. Is Denise. Damn it! All she has these two D's. sisters, and they're both D's. Yeah, and Denise is gay, but Denine is our straight yeah, sister. Wait, what? hold on. Which one? So the one on the phone is gay or she's straight? straight? You're the straight one. I'm sorry. Okay. Let's <laughs> keep it straight. <laughs> Gotta label you here. Just don't call her a breeder. <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> That's so <laughs> Is it really though? Yeah. But you are. So what's coming up next for Celeste? What's coming up next for me? That's what I'm kind of yeah. just leaving it open to the universe, but I am going straight into recording another EP. Ooh. So um, all the money that I'm using to from from the sales of this CD and um, all of my all of my internet sales and everything, they're all going towards my next fund because everything I did was self-funded. We, for the brief second, thought about doing a GoFundMe, thought about doing um, a Kickstarter of some sort, and then I thought, no. My yeah. fans have been supporting me mm-hmm. for years and years and years, coming to all of my shows, buying my CDs, um, and coming to these yes. shows. So I wanted to be self-funded and to take all those tips and the generosity of my fans and just surprise them. So now, now I'm using that wow. money in perpetuity to keep funding the next projects. But I have on. a great friend. He's Dean Friedman. He writes a fabulous songwriter. lives in New York. And he, he, he sort of pre-funds. He tells all his fans he wants to make another CD, send me some money. Oh. <laughs> so they buy it before he's made it. Right. <laughs> That's nice. That's but, smart. But I have to say, um, I, I really, these girls, both of them, Renee and Celeste, they are amazing. My two favorite people. They are. And they become my favorite people, too. But, oh, we love you, Janine. But, but you, my dear, 
You both. Thank you. Because Renee is an amazing artist. Yeah, and she's she a Reiki healer. Oh, yeah. And oh. she's so much more, she's so talented in different ways, but she's also creative. Come here, come stand by us. She will not go on camera. Don't hit she's she's like, so, no. I've looked at her really gorgeous. All right, she, she won't come on she camera. Will not come on but camera. I want to <laughs> give her her kudos because <laughs> it was the most beautiful thing that I've True. ever seen, <laughs> meaning that Renee, they, yes. they had to come up with this money. Renee sold her paintings uh -huh. to help support yeah. this. Celeste. Yeah. Celeste. And miraculously, uh, I had the best tips of my <laughs> life while I was doing this secretly fundraising. <laughs> and I was getting like $200, $300 tips a night. Ooh. And I was like, this is must be the manifesting. Because yes. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm a, Renee and I, Aww, it was. and Denise knows this, Renee and I have amazing yeah abilities to manifest together uh -huh. our mm -hmm. energy together mm -hmm. even trace which yeah. is another whole other thing trace is our told us this. trace is one of my eight psychics um but <laughs> um i mean cheryl of course is here <laughs> but um but she, but trace is really great she's in um she's in um ireland, ireland so oh, she's amazing yes. too but oh, okay. danina is an amazing nice. support and it's really nice because the truth is I don't really have a lot of family support in my career. My parents are deceased mm -hmm. and um, and then the rest are just kind of not that interested. I don't really have any likes or comments from family members about my career. Um, my grandma might ask and we I take her out to lunch once a month so she might ask a little bit but nobody really takes my music career serious but Renee's family <laughs> they will. Renee's family her sisters Deneen and Denise and Deneen's daughters have been at shows have been supportive all the way through and it feels like I have family of support course, through them of so course. they've been really close and one it's been it's been a blessing to Well I want to thank you for calling in you, and you have a beautiful yes. sister and a beautiful oh. sister-in-law so we're, yes. you're all blessed You know what you're you're absolutely right. I do, <laughs> and I'm so gra I'm so grateful to her and so happy for her that she's doing so well. Thank I'm you, really Denise. I love you. I can't. I can't. I'm so excited to see what's coming up next. Okay. <laughs> Yay! Yay! So let's. We, we don't have any more okay. calls. Thank you, Denise. We have another caller. Holy shit! Okay. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Between the Sheets. Hello. Hello. What's your name, please? Thank you. My name's Kelsey. Oh, I know Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. Yeah. She's out in Arizona. Hi. Arizona. <laughs> yes. Tucson. I, I actually really hate being on live anything, and I've literally just felt sick this whole time waiting. But <laughs> I had to tell you how proud I was of you and how amazing it all is. Oh, thank you, Kelsey. Like, I really, really appreciate it. She's so supportive. She's done photo shoots for bands mm -hmm. and stuff that I've been in, and she's an amazing photographer. And she's out in Tucson, and she's just been super supportive. Well, thank you for calling in, and now you can go vomit. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Kelsey. Thank you well, for calling. What? Celeste and Renee, though, are also, like, my number one power couple. Like, yeah, they are. They absolutely are, and it's genuine. You can feel the energy. So they, They're wonderful people, and Celeste deserves this more than anyone I know. I agree. Aww. So thank, thank you for you. calling in from Arizona. Thank you, Kelsey. All right. Thank you. Happy holidays. Me too. You. Bye. All right. Um, before we play another song, because guess what, people? It's 8.06 already. No wow. That time um, just flew. So uh, Tidal Wave, and we'll we'll play the song. But tell us about the concept of the mermaid okay, and the Okay. This is exciting album. to me. Yes. Okay. So let me just tell you that when I picked up these CDs um, from the, the from the production company, the producer, the replication company, I felt like I was holding a dream that I had in my hand. That mm. everything that I had seen and wanted and envisioned for this had come together in exactly like 
that this was the dream I'd had. And so what happened was I'm a, I'm a Pisces. I'm a big old water sign. My wife is a cancer. We're both wa- very watery together. We live at the beach on the sand in Oceanside. We like, oh. live right. Dolphins go right in front of our Do house. Do not give your address away, please. Yeah, no, we, okay. But we live like right on the water and that's important to us it's really yeah. important to us to we can get that energy from the ocean mm-hmm. i like to say i say that the ocean's my church when i come home mm-hmm. i just feel connected to everything and um and i've always identified as a mermaid since i was a little girl i would just you could never get me out of the pool i was just all about being in the pool and um so when i wrote the song title when i wrote the poem tidal wave as a love song to my wife i was sitting outside looking at the ocean from my porch and i just felt like i need to write a love song a love poem to my wife that really is represented by the water because I felt like that was just love kind of flowing in and flowing out. So I wrote this song about how my love is like a tidal wave and it's going to carry you away with me. And I wrote this song and I surprised her and she came home. I'm like, I wrote you a poem. <laughs> and it sat there for like two years on her, on it's on the, on the file cabinet, magnets. And then, um, <laughs> and, it, and, it, and then when I met Jane and Bob, the first thing I thought is I got to write a song based on that poem. It is such a beautiful uh-huh. poem. And the first song should be a love song to my wife. She's, this is when you know, like your, your song by Elton John. Yeah. You know, like yeah. The, this is yeah. your song, honey. So she goes around, she goes, that's my song. Uh-huh. <laughs> my song. She's and very title, proud. And so then, then, so then the next concept was then, Okay, so because we're manifesting crazy people together, the everything just falls into place. Mm-hmm. When we're on the same track and we know where we're going, things just happen and, and opportunities arise that are perfectly in line with what we want. So then a bridal boutique owner that I did a free show for her at her bridal boutique for like a bridal bazaar thing that she had at her boutique came up to me and she said, hey, I want you to model some bridal gowns for me at the beach. I want to do like this trash the dress thing and I want to have you going into the ocean. And I was already in production for Hadaway, but you know, it was a secret. Nobody knew. I was like, let me tell you a big secret. And so I told her, I said, hey, that would go perfectly as an album cover. If that would be okay with you, I'd like to use the photos that we capture on my album cover with me in the bridal gown. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing, of course, I don't want to be just in a bridal gown. <laughs> no. So I've got to go all out and design yes. a huge headdress. You and sure yes. did. Yes. And yeah. so my friend is very talented. She just gone to Tiki Oasis. Her name is Jeannie Marie. Mm. And she has she does these uh. little designs. And she did this and she does some these crazy tiki headdresses. So I thought yeah. And Jeannie's a really good friend, and I just love her energy, and she's just this loving, sweet person. I said, Jeannie, let's go shopping. So we go to Michael's, and we go to Joanne's, and we pick out mm-hmm. all these little pieces and parts. But I am not crafty. I'm a one-trick pony. Mm-hmm. I sing. Yeah. I sing really mm-hmm. good. But I mean, I'm maybe two-trick. I can write I can write poems, too. And so we picked out all these amazing things, and then Jeannie created magic and assembled these gorgeous things that I had, kind of, I had the concept and planned. I just didn't know how to implement. And so then... So then the photo shoot was sponsored. I had to pay a photo editor to add all the extra elements and designs and stuff in, in the background. But other than that, the photo shoot was sponsored. The dress was sponsored. Oh my. The I paid I paid Jeannie to make me this headdress, and then I did my own makeup for the that's awesome for it as well. So wow. that was the concept. I just wanted to have that ocean it had to be in there for my first uh, out. This so is we've such been, a stunning. It looks great. Yeah. Stunning. Thank photo. you. So, I'm very proud of it. Good. So we've been teasing all of you and we're, I mean, the show's not over yet, but you're going to finally hear. Yeah. Renee's song. <laughs> yes. Renee's song. <laughs> Renee's like a, song. AKA. AKA. Renee's song. <laughs> Tidal wave. Enjoy.
the briny deep And the moon becomes a blazing torch I will rise up when the world's asleep I will come ashore Feel my power drawing near From the bottom of the sea Hi, that was Tidal Wave, also known as Renee's song. Written. Uh, gorgeous. Beautiful. Yes. 
Thank you. Amazing. Amazing. That's Thank my you. Favorite. That's my favorite. It's just That's your favorite? Amazing. Good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and of course, you know, as we're sitting here bopping around and listening and no crying this time, um, yeah. <laughs> it's always, it's always a spur of the moment on between the sheets because I don't like rules and I cannot stand organize. I mean, I organize, but here it's free flowing. Yeah. So because it's the holiday season in between, I said to, um, Celeste, you know, it's, it's kind of Christmassy or she said it's Christmas time. Yes. And how, how dare I have her in our studio without not singing live. Mm -hmm. So she is going mm -hmm. to sing a Christmas song for us. Sure. Let it snow. Ooh. All right. So down in San Diego, everybody knows me. I miss Christmas. I, you guys, ha just check out my Instagram and Facebook. You'll see that I, uh, I go all out, holiday, head to toe. I am just like <laughs> Miss Christmas with my red dress, with the white fur and everything. And so I'm doing. I've done all the Christmas tree lightings and all the different events. And so I have, like I said, 38 Christmas parties. So I'm gonna be. This is all I do all month. So how about? Um, Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. It doesn't show signs of stopping, and I brought some corn for popping. The lights are turned away down low, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. When we finally kiss goodnight, how I hate going out in the storm. But if you really hold me tight, all the way home I'll be warm. Oh, the fire is slowly dying. And my dear, we're still goodbying. But as long as you love me so, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Or rain out here in yeah, California, right? right? <laughs> that was okay, rain. that was awesome. I also <laughs> did you. this to prove to you guys that she really is the real deal. There's no, no auto-tune. This is who she is. Mm -hmm. And what Jane and Bob did was just enhance her God-given gift. Yeah. So you are fucking amazing. Thank yes. you very much. Thank um, you. Do we have any callers? Okay, look, it's 817. We only got whatever 30 minus 17 is. I don't know. That's how much time we have left. You've got a question, Roxanne, haven't yeah. you? Question came in. Hold on one second. 323-524-2599. A question came in from Sandra Ann saying, at what age did Celeste identify her singing gift? You know, it was just, that was, sixth grade really was the, you know, the singing in front of my peers. I and never know what that, that is. So no, that I'm was, to Americans. Sixth yeah. grade, what the hell is that? Twelve? Yeah. Okay. That like yeah. 11 right? or 12 yeah. or something like, like that? Isn't everyone's 12. going, I'm not So sure. that's kind is of it? when I was, and then I was, and then I was, you know, I, I joined the Seattle Girls Choir, which is a really prestigious choir, and I got a full ride for college as an opera singer. So. Wow. So oh, I was wow. that's awesome. full scholarship to Chapman University, which is not wow. cheap. That's yeah, amazing. All right, that's we have a caller, nice caller, caller. Caller, hi. Hi, caller. Welcome to Between the Sheets. What's your name, please? Hi, it's Larry. Hey, Larry. Hi, Larry. Wow, a man. A man. <laughs> <laughs> I have some male fans. <laughs> I, had to, I had to call in. You know, it's an all-woman show. You have to have a male. <laughs> We're glad you called in, Larry. What did you want to Thank say? Thank you. Hey, I've got a question for, for Celeste. Okay. Um, everyone knows that fame doesn't happen overnight, but mm. I'd like to know what is the one thing in her life that has prepared her for when that day happens, and it oh. is going to happen. Oh. Mm. What is the one thing that has prepared me for fame? You know, I think it's just the fact that I've been independent for so long. At um, You know, at 18, I was on my own completely, and just willing to face the world with whatever it brought my way. And I think that just being 
you know, kind of like let go, no safety net, no family, nobody. I had nobody at 18 years old and I was just out here and going to college. And I think that that made me prepared for anything. But number one thing, my wife, knowing that I have the full support, (laughs) the full partnership that she is um, willing to go as far as it goes and that she's not afraid of her, um, you know, a public life. She's not afraid of that. She just doesn't want to be on camera. I would love to turn the camera right now. Because the door, hold on. She's hiding behind her jacket. Jacket. Now she has the jacket in front. <laughs> She's so. I knew that was the number one answer. I just Does wanted to hear. Yeah. Can anyone see her? Yeah. Can you see her? Higher. Oh, there she is. She's waving. She is not one for the camera, but. I'm real. Yeah, she's real. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> she is real. <laughs> Everybody that knows me, knows me. They always call me Renee and her Celeste, and every all of the time it happens. It's Celine Stay. Celine. So, um, Celeste, how long have you guys been together? We got together in 2005. Nice. And so we, of course, and then we got legally married in that one little pocket that window little we window. had in yeah. 2008. Yeah. We got right. married on November 2nd and November 4th, the Prop 8 passed. Whoa. So we got like, I wanted to get in right underneath there. So we've well been done. together all these years. So 50, we're going on 15 in May. Congratulations. Wow. Congratulations. I, the caller's still on the line. I said, want to say thank you, Larry, for calling in. Appreciate it. Support and tell your straight friends to listen. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's gay. Oh, you're gay friends. <laughs> Him and Paul are More fans. gay boys. We want more gay boys. Oh, Larry and Paul are an amazing couple. How many years have you guys been together? 34. 34. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Congratulations. They moved out here from Colorado like last year, year before last, and they discovered me two years um, ago. Yep. Two years ago um, and they, they were trying to find a female singer to follow around. Wow. Because <laughs> they had one in Colorado, and they came upon my show at Misbehaving at Peabody's, and... I guess it was Kismet as soon as they heard the Pussycat song. Ah. <laughs> well, I want to say thank you, Larry. Love thank you, you, thank you, thank you. Welcome to California. <laughs> no thank snow. Thank you. So um, we've got nine minutes. This this math I could do. We've got nine minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, can I just say, for those of you that don't know on the... Um, on the EP here, that she is when you hear all the beautiful background of what do you call it the chorus. background background yeah, the chorus the yeah, chorus. The, yeah. that's Celeste twelve different times <laughs> on her own. I call it the celestial choir, but my producers yeah. thought that was corny, and I was like, but I am kind of corny. So so how do you do? I mean, when you have to sing with yourself and all those layers, and what is that? Can, is that like? Well, Jane is an amazing vocal coach and just has me sing each part. She's like, okay, sing it again, sing it again, sing it again. So we did three voices for each part. So I'm singing, it's me layered with me, with yeah. me layered with me. <laughs> like and 12 so, times. Yeah, 12 times. 12 different, oh, three, wow. yeah, four voices, three, t- three times But you're also harmonizing voice. with yourself, yeah, so too. Yeah, I'm harmonizing so with it's myself. Different, it's different components exactly. to come together to have this whole um, chorus. Yeah. Um, so where can everyone, number one, buy this? Please tell them where to buy this. So the best place, I think, is to buy it right straight from my website, if you want to. It's um, CelesteBarbier.com. If you need to know how to spell that, it's B-A-R-B-I-E-R at the end. So Celeste rba.com and um but i'm on itunes i'm on amazon music i'm on google music i even found out today that i'm on facebook when you want to add music to your profile yeah. you can add like a snippet of any of the songs on this to your facebook page cool. i'm not sure how that happens CD- it's like magic are you, you just, do cd baby i'm on cd baby that's what cd baby so does. cd baby wow. has aggregated me all over the place i'm not doing the stream the free streaming sites yet right now it's just about people um downloading paying for digital downloads and buying the cds later at the at a later time maybe when the next ep comes out we'll we'll switch over to some of the free streaming like spotify and all that but not yet what's not your yet. what's your dream what is your end game okay so 
Let me tell you something about me as a singer in that when I was younger, because of I was kind of goth and I was kind of standoffish and it was really hard for me to make connections with other people. When I found out when I sang, people would cry. They would get goosebumps. They would get chills. And I felt like, well, that's a real connection. If I'm making somebody feel something way in the pit of their soul and they're having these reactions that they can't control, that's a real connection. So I wanted to go out and make that connection with as many people as possible, because I feel like if you have that kind of re reaction with people, it's a gift from God that you need to mm -hmm. share. And it's not even a whole like religious thing, it's just what you gotta do. Mm -hmm. And so um, I my end game is to be able to touch as many lives as possible, to be able to put my music and to be able to make people feel, and to be able mm -hmm. to bring those feelings forward, healing through love, healing through music. My double major that I tried to do was uh, music therapy. I'm really passionate about music being the healing for all of our pain, whether it's like you wanna sit there and sit your wrist or whatever you want to you want to do whatever you're, I would whatever never you're do going that. through I have a, too big of an ego I didn't what think would you the, would either what but would the world do without we me? can heal <laughs> that <laughs> but we can we can heal that and sometimes the crying is the healing yes. it is the mm -hmm. a lot often it is the healing so a lot of people will come to my shows this is a, a one of my favorite uh fan remarks is I come here for my healing that's what, oh, and I get oh, wow. that from a lot of my fans. I, I come here for that. my healing because I sing the songs that resonate with people's lives. Like a lot of, because I sing so many covers, I'm singing the songs that I call the soundtrack to people's lives, the songs that remind them of their childhood, nostalgia, loved ones. And I can see people and how they're connecting to the songs emotionally in different mm. ways. So that we is the that most too. important mm -hmm. thing. <laughs> she yeah. started crying. I started crying. I know. And that's a beautiful thing to me. And to me, that just meant I made a connection between but you both know what? of you. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, you know, people, they don't know what to do with emotions. Mm -hmm. Whatever, it, whether mm -hmm. it's crying, laughing, well, you're not supposed to, um, you know, uh, anger. And I do believe, like you said, you do it through music. Yeah. But I think, you know, to allow each other to express each emotion, as long as it's not done like really like psychopathically, <laughs> you know, I mean, that would be a Please problem, not. you know, but um, and then if it is, then maybe you should just change the meds. But other than that, um, <laughs> meds, it, won't work. meds won't work anyway. But I mean, you know, we really are a society and that's why I like what we are doing here and what you're doing is, you know, it is about emotion. It is about mm -hmm. feeling. I'm, we don't have to hide that. And especially as women, you know, we hide and they, they, and people look at women as crying as weakness. But it really is empowerment mm -hmm. because we cry yeah. because all the We're shit strong. we have to take yeah. that it's a release. So people feel free to cry anytime you want. Crying's really good. Crying's it's really real. good. It's, it's real. real. It's real. It is real. Tears are the, one of the most real things we have left in this world. I think that <laughs> with the social media and so many fake emotions like, oh, my prayers, my this, my sympathies, my yeah. condolences, all these things that people write. But when it comes to really connecting with feelings and when I'm seeing somebody crying, that's so real. Yeah. And I love that. And, and you know, it gives your insides a massage. Yeah. And yeah. Celeste, that's nice. I like that visual. Yeah, massage your insides. You mm -hmm. Celeste, I just want to say, I mean, it. Feels to me that you just are living your passion, you I know, am. and you're standing in your truth. Yes. And it's so courageous of you to do that. You know, I just applaud you and thank, thank you. you for in even the wide range of people that you attract. I mean, it sounds like you're attracting younger adults, older adults, right? Families. I love that I have such That's a versatile amazing. demographic. Do you know I sing for people, the homeless will stop when I sing on streets, oh. the homeless will stop and say, oh, you're my favorite singer. I have several, that oh. when I sing in, in, in like La Jolla or in different areas, they'll come up to me and say, oh, you're my favorite one. But then I also sing for private, 
you know, shows for multi, multi, multi millionaires. And they say that I touch them. So there's no class. There's mm. no, every race, every demographic, every age, straight, gay, all these things don't matter. When you're mm-hmm. listening to music that mm-hmm. touches you, mm-hmm. that's all that matters is that we are all connected. And music is one of those great connecting, connecting I forces. I agree. Yeah. And there's anyone out here or out there. I mean, she's mostly in the San Diego area. And it's mostly. a pity. Because she should be everywhere. So anyone who mm-hmm. wants to hire Celeste in this area, because God knows we need another night out in this yeah. month. <laughs> um, yeah, right. <laughs> we need just one more night out. Um, the twentieth and twenty first are off. Again, what's your what's your website again, sweetheart? CelesteBarbier.com. and there's a silent R on the end of my name, and um, I really appreciate all of you guys that are listening. I know a lot of my fans tuned in. I just want to shout out to all of my amazing fans. I have the I have the best fans. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. so lovely. And uh, and I'm just really happy and excited to be here. Thank Everybody, you. Everybody, I just want to say thank you for joining us on another episode of Between the Sheets. I want to thank my lovely, beautiful family of co-hosts. Um, I can't do this shit without you. You know that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, Celeste, thank you. Renee, thanks for driving. Um, <laughs> Kurt, being so cute. thanks for filling in. <laughs> Um, and um, this show will be up video probably tomorrow. Yeah, because we're really busy on Sunday. Um, we've got three L words and a LOL and a God knows what. And I'll put it on my website, too. And you'll put it on the website. So we'll be um, the visual will be on YouTube probably tomorrow at some point. Um, the audio will be all over the place. Um, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, mm. everywhere. So um, please... You know, we're going to do a watch party um, after this. If you see us doing a watch party, please do watch parties for us. Um, the last show just on the Facebook platform alone did over 2,500. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you. Oh. Thank you. I mean, we've thank got you. a bigger number, but I'm just talking to that one platform. So we are so grateful to you guys. Mm-hmm. Please spread the word. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Bye from Roxanne Rosen. Aw, it's been wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, We'll talk. All right. Okay, we'll talk. But thank you guys again. Please have a great night. Please drive safe wherever you are. Snow, wind, rain, hail. And we'll be back on December 20th with um, our author, Elizabeth Scott. She actually called in as a professional on the Lovely Narcissist show. Um, We will be actually this time discussing her book. Um, And Valerie Milano will be joining us in studio as a rotating co-host. She wasn't able to come last time because her mother did pass away. Mm -hmm. So our condolences go out to Valerie. and, um, And we're just growing our group. So peace, love, harmony, happiness, um, no fucking drama, and namaste. Turn to fall apart, lips bleed.